you're listening to watercolor wash a podcast where we talk about paintings mostly about watercolors for self-taught artists and whoever loves paintings hi i'm vasu and we are together in this journey hello and welcome everyone and today i have a very special episode because i um, i traveled last week and i wasn't able to record anything uh, but this is uh, this episode is mostly about uh, painting outside and um, i did it after a very long time and i would still recommend it very very highly recommend it if you're going on a vacation how to um, especially even if you don't paint outside and uh, you're a constant watercolor um, enthusiast or or an artist or or just a beginner it doesn't matter how to travel uh, with the least amount of uh, materials and still be able to do or paint whatever you like and yeah so that's about it so let's start uh, today's episode so i was in my vacation uh, during the chinese new year so right now it's still going on and this is the year of rabbit in 2023 in china and uh, it started from like 21st january and the the tickets go crazy like they sold around nearly 2 billion tickets which is <laughs> insane uh, that's including trains buses and um so that's like 1 billion one way tickets so they 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 sold like 2 2 billion tickets that's a lot of traveling um in one week and so i was uh, lucky enough to uh, get on flight ticket to the shaman islands uh, it's it's a small island it's a shaman is a city which is basically in island and uh, it's very well connected to mainland they have a bridge around like 2 miles uh, from the mainland and uh, what i did i took the hotel not in the island but in the mainland which is right on the on the sea which is right on the sea and so that i can see the island as well as i stay connected to the mainland i can and every day i had to go for like indian food uh, to the indian restaurant i i took the i took the highway and went uh, to the island and like all the sightseeing was done in the island so now um that that hotel that i was staying in was a marriott and it was in a haichang district uh, from where i could see the whole shaman island very easily and there were so many small islands nearby which were very visible which were very close and you could like just grab a boat and <laughs> like paddle and and reach uh, it was in like a very reachable and very uh, visible distance and uh, there is another island called gulangyu uh, where there were like multiple cultures uh, because there it was a Uh, owned by a lot of people japanese uh, british and um, portuguese and italians as well so the the, the architecture was so so uh, interesting because i could see like japanese style buildings and italian style building some british uh, houses as well in that gulangyung small island you know, it was amazing it was beautiful a uh, beautiful beautiful park and there were um, like some mountains to to hike and amazing amazing stuff 
So what I did is um, um, during all that time, so when I reached on day one, I was determined to paint outside because it was such a great opportunity for me because uh, right in front of the hotel, you just cross a road and uh, uh, you just uh, cross the walking bridge and there is the sea and there, there is plenty of places to sit around in that it was not a beach uh, it it's it was kind of a rocky um, a, a rocky place where you can just sit and there were some little little parks and you can just look at the sea you can see an island you can paint that island with the sea and there were so many small boats and uh, there were mid-sized sailor bo uh, fishing boats as well and then you could also see uh, some small small size crews medium size crews even full size international cruise ships as well and there were then there were some ports so you could see barges as well so anything that you wanted to paint around the sea like uh, some rocks meeting the sea some mountains beside the sea islands in the sea all of that was in front of my eyes and it got lit really really quickly or a city besides the sea where you can see like an island and uh, and you are from a distance right now if you have to do that you have to take a boat and then uh, uh, haul that boat and then paint the city so i did uh, i did quite a bit uh, a fair share of paintings uh, during that day uh, during my stay and all of them were plain air paintings so what i did is I first of all what what are the materials I took? I took a very very um, tiny amount of uh, material with me, and it was uh, luckily it was enough. It it was more than enough that what I needed uh, to have with me. So I took uh, like a small you know a small polythene. I took all my brush uh, with me, uh, which were like two or three uh, mid-sized brush. One flat brush, not not the, not my best brush, uh, but I definitely took a flat brush uh, for the sky and the sea. That I anticipated that that I could get um, a good view of sea, and that would be handy to have a flat brush. So that was just brush in one small polythene, and then I took my usual palette that I paint paint in home. It's just a flap palette, so you can just close it, and it sits nicely on. Um, uh, on on your bag, and uh, the size of the paper that I chose was around. Uh, it's it's like a A3 size paper. So and I also have a notepad, uh, which is around A3 size. So I I chose like I took uh, six uh, paper with me, and uh, all cold press hundred percent cotton, just six of them. I, I wish I could have taken more, but I, it, that was enough for me. And then I, I took uh, like eight or nine tubes of paint in that same polythene, and it was very small, uh, a very small uh, polythene that I, I carried with me. And yeah, that that's that was all. That notepad, that paper, that palette, foldable palette and a small bag of brush and and paints so that's all you need to to go while you're going to paint 
so the first day what I did, I, I took two bottles of water, one to drink and another to use the water for paint. And just a coffee, like a paper coffee cup, which is strong enough to hold the water. And you can get it anywhere from the hotel. So I took that from the hotel and I just walked out. And I started, I was doing it wrong on the first day I felt. So I reached around the hotel around like two o'clock. And at 3.30 I was uh, out there painting because the, the light goes really uh, quickly. In this is still winter going on in China. And luckily that part was some tropic, um, uh, it was somewhere in the tropical area of China, which is a very basically very south of China. You could actually see Taiwan if the weather is clear from there. So I was in Xiamen at that time. And I could, um, yeah, so uh, the light, the sunlight uh, is up to like 5.30, but it starts getting dark. Uh, if you're painting something uh, which is far away, you should start at least two to three hours before the light goes off. Uh, like you should have started at two o'clock. And um, yeah, even if your painting time is one and a half hour, you still get the same consistent constant sunlight. Or if it is a gloomy weather, it's, um, it's, I like gloomy weather more for painting watercolor uh, because in that case, what happens is your shadows uh, don't change because there is no shadow and uh, to begin with and that that helps a lot but uh, in any case it's not in your control you should start delayed so first of first of all i started it doing it in an a4 size paper i had one a4 only and one and only a4 size paper and i started going very detailed in the beginning and and i and i found out that it was not the right time it was not the right mood i'm on and to paint i quickly made my decision to go back and that painting didn't finish I, I didn't finish that painting at all i just spent half an hour and uh, but that half an hour and sitting and failing in a painting uh, was much more important for me to succeed the next day why it's important you you get the idea of the surrounding whether people are looking at you or not so i i i I deliberately found a place where nobody can see me and if uh, there is very little attention uh, to my work one <laughs> two couple of important uh, tips that I want to give you if you are painting outside make sure you are in walkable distance of a restroom or if you have a longer plan uh, to um, to stay and paint make sure you are in um, a walkable distance of a restroom so that helps a lot and I after so much of experience I know this and uh, I try and find a place where I can um, I, where I see there is a restroom where, where I can go and there is a source of water and source of transport is it's um, yeah it depends where you are painting and so it's but it's nice to have some habitation around so that will help as well luckily my uh, painting spot was just like five to five to ten minutes walk from the hotel and uh, walking distances are good in such cases if you have a car somewhere you can park and then uh, you can walk around and paint it's much if you can walk like you know and uh, so if you can walk for five minutes you 
you nearly cover around uh, 400 meters and in that 400 meters you can definitely find one or two places where you can sit and and find a spot where to to look at and you can definitely find in five minutes of walking distance what is the right spot uh, to paint what is the right subject to paint what is the right angle to paint so uh, uh, being away from five minutes from uh, any habitation is good or or your source of transport is good so that failure uh, definitely uh, I wouldn't call it a failure that day it was uh, literally I was tired at the, around that time and I came from a very cold place so it was a, a little bit um, uh, sweaty on me as well and I just made my decision to go back early and I knew what to do next day so the next day I actually went to the Gulangyu Island. I didn't get the whole day for me to paint. I come back, I rested well, had a drink and I went to sleep early. Went back early morning next day and this time I started painting an island. And that day it was raining. Very, very tiny uh, minute drops of rain. It was The weather was gloomy. And uh, you can check it on my Instagram. It's it's in the form of a reel, so you will definitely see what I'm painting, and you can see the whole painting as well. And I was painting that island, and uh, one thing I f I found out uh, was it was raining. So most of my wash was wet on wet in the in the beginning. My paintings look very detailed, uh, and it looks like he has painted every single pixel, every single part of that with a tiny little brush but it's never like that most of the times i follow a uh, very tedious watercolor very basic watercolor techniques which is just like um, uh, making the whole paper wet and then uh, and then putting the uh, the wet on wet wash very very uh, accurately and very very uh, very <coughs> in a very basic manner i do that so i Definitely, if you want to do realistic, it doesn't mean you have to do with a very tiny brush with a lot of time and create each and every detail. Realism can be brought uh, by fundamental basic concepts of watercolor. So you need to remember that. So while I was painting this island, um, my drawing process is very simple. My drawing process is I, I spend like two to five minutes if I'm painting a very large landscape with one or two major subject and you just have to figure out what is the uh, fundamental shape of this island uh, how it looks like and um, I, I use a small frame made by my hands like so I uh, just like you you see you have seen photographers or art directors or directors uh, in a movie they do a L shape from both the hands and they create a rectangle of, of two hands and then they can easily see what they are looking at and how it looks in the camera. Exact same way I extend my hands, both my hands and create a rectangle, a rectangular frame and look at what I'm going to paint and then I frame uh, the position and that exactly becomes what I'm going to draw. So I draw very quickly in like two to, two to five minutes, not two to five minutes, like five minutes is like my maximum drawing time. It's not more than that when I'm painting outside. Unless I'm painting a person who is sitting in front of me, I give a little bit more time and I try to get as much accurate as I can. 
depends on what subject you are painting. So your drawing time um, should be very less. And then um, another thing that was challenging was I, I was sitting under a tree while it was pouring very, very slowly. And I, I hate umbrellas. I never bring it with them. So I did this wet on wet wash. And then there was these tiny droplets were coming. And my sky color was red, blue, and yellow. So that gives you perfect black of a gloomy sky. So when I, I noticed this first time, when the tiny drops gets into this mixture of three colors, it acts differently on different pigments. And I saw that the, my blues were permanently absorbed by water, by the paper, uh, but my reds were getting um, aside. So I did another wash, or like after uh, after I finished the painting, I did another wash uh, to make it um, correct. And yeah, and you should see, and that island that I painted was um, a very interesting island because it was not, it was rocky, but the rock was not black. It was like, you know, more like, it was like a sand island or the, the rock it had was rather yellowish and reddish or I used burnt sienna and yellow ochre for that rock by the way and so you could see that that turned out to be a very good painting and I, I finished that in one hour and ten minutes in total and that was an amazing amazing day for, day for me I'll come back uh, to the my most productive day which was, which was the last day in that island and I finished three paintings in a one in a one go so on on day uh, three I, I didn't paint anything on that day as well and uh, I went to a different place uh, which was in the uh, I went I went to a very beautiful uh, trail which was basically a mountain which was connecting to the sea and in Shaman they had made such a beautiful trail where people can walk there were skywalks well above uh, the mountain connecting two valleys and then there was valley of flower and the weather was so unpredictable in that mountain we stayed there for like one and a half or two hours and we saw fog very heavy fog then suddenly the fog was gone the sun was out then suddenly in a, in a place there was little bit of rain then there was it was foggy again and then it was uh, like the sunset again we could easily see the sun uh, I, has, I had never seen the sun so bright um, during the entire month I was in China and it was right on the mountain it was so majestical and it was so scary at the same time I could see the sky like 90% of your view is sky so that's um, stunningly frightening as well as stunningly beautiful. So I have taken a lot of pictures. I was not able to paint there because it was a different site at that point of time. And I just went there for uh, the purpose of looking at it. But I did capture a lot of flowers from the Valley of uh, Flowers in, in the Shaman City. Next day, uh, I started. This time I went to paint more clearer objects like boats. So boats have a structure and then um, it was also uh, and I was making sure that I I get as much details as I can see from the boats in front of me 
and you could, you could probably see it in my paintings i have posted them recently um three or four days ago on my instagram and i did those boards very quickly and let me tell you what are the challenges that uh, you you have to face while painting so you have to decide when you're painting plein air you just have to decide uh, categorize your painting very quickly in your mind like okay there is a sky half half the part is sky and it's going to be a quick wet on wet wash which is going to be 10 minutes uh, sorry two to three minutes of wash and that's all you're going to do if it's cloudy weather and you, you want to do some clouds it it's going to take a little bit more longer uh, but it's like if just a, a clean sky or a gloomy sky it's just going to be wet on wet wash and could it should not take more than five minutes so that's like number one number two is like how are you going to do the water like what is is, is the water still enough uh, to just have a flat wash or is the water wavy enough uh, to have like some sort of ripple effects on the on the so whether the water is still or whether water is moving and definitely the shadows and reflections of the water if if you're painting an object which is above the water such as boat or any other thing so you definitely have to capture some of that and the reflections and the shadows of the water so what are you going to do with that and then what about the boat and uh, and then you have to make a quick call whether to do do the boat first or the water first and in in such case uh, i always usually do the boat first because i do not have uh, that kind of uh, i do not carry with the masking fluid or i never use that at all as well so uh, you have to categorize and simplify the whole painting and visualize it in front of your eyes and it's much easier to visualize in front of your eyes when you're exact same thing you're looking at the thing in front of your eyes in three dimension in real time it, it becomes that's why i i always insist i cannot uh, insist more enough uh, i cannot insist enough uh, how important it is for you to go out and paint look at and if you're not confident enough to uh, to do it in, in front of people start doing it at your home like whatever you can see from your balcony or from your terrace and like just the sky even if you're not comfortable with like getting into more detail just the sky like the size of the cloud uh, the, the shape of the clouds and then get a little bit lower down if you can see some trees or you can see some buildings uh, you know so the top of that building just the shape and that would be that would be much more helpful uh, to you it, it gives you immense sense of confidence as an artist if you can paint outside and you get good at it very quickly uh, you wouldn't believe it that it, it might sound to you like it's it's a very complex process and the failure of the chances of failure is so high and what would i do yeah so these all these things or but my challenges that day was very different when i started painting the boat first of all i i forgot uh, my notepad i just had the paper on my bag so i i just turned the paper uh, uh, my bag upside down and i put it i used it as a pad and i was sitting on the rock and the, the rocks are usually you know it has some kind of wetness or some moss so you're going to ruin your pants um but i chose a rock which was like dry enough and then but the water rises so quickly the time 
I started the painting. The water was like five to six meters away from me. And in five to 10 minutes, the water started coming back uh, at my feet. Luckily, it didn't, my shoes didn't get wet. And it came so quickly. It turns like in 30 seconds, it can probably, you know, reach a little bit more further. So I, I did that painting, the sky and the boat. The boat was done half. I ran back to my hotel. And then I brought that notepad with me. Luckily, it was close enough. I ran back to the hotel. I came back and I chose a different rock, this time far enough. But the angle has to be the same. So this time I brought my notepad so that I can sit more comfortably wherever I want and uh, whichever rock I choose. And uh, that was much, much more easier. And I finished that painting within 40, 45 minutes. And it's, I think, I, I would say like it's one of my best plein air paintings that I, that I did. It's also on my Instagram and you can uh, have a look at it. Second, and as soon as I was done with that painting, since I had like, I had finished that in like 40, 45 minutes and including the time I went back to the hotel, it was around one hour now. So I went back to another corner of the, uh, to a different corner this time. And the same thing happened, which I was not realizing. I was sitting far back uh, from the water. This time I chose two boats and an island and the sky. And like uh, my subject was like, you know, more complex this time. I chose two boats. I chose two islands, one which can be seen from the front, one which can be seen in the haze. Um, um, sorry, it was fog. And in the, that foggy weather, I chose two islands, one which can be seen a little bit clearly, one which was diminishing, and then this, the whole sky, the whole sea, and these two boats uh, with having reflection under those two boats. And this time I painted that. Uh, I did the drawing very, very, very quickly. Uh, it's it just the horizon line that I draw, and it was just a triangular shape for that island that I, I draw. And I, I can make very quick variations with that. And I just made those two boats and the shape, uh, sorry, the the orientation of the boats changes. So these are the major challenges when you're doing uh, the painting that uh, from the still life, uh, the proportion of your object changes because the angle changes. This boat never stays still in the water. So you have to use some sort of memory. You have uh, to use some sort of visualization that what you saw, you need to remember a little bit. And then the boat changes back to the similar position so that you can make your memories more comfortable and listen listen to what you um, you were saying to yourself. And then you confirm what you see and then you paint again. And um, so I was very economical about what colors to use and uh, try to keep it minimalist. Uh, so always uh, try and keep things in your control when you are painting outside. When you have uh, things in your control, um, it uh, the meaning of having things under your control is like, you know, having a very clear idea of what part of painting you are doing going to do what what kind of washes you are going to use what kind of brush you are going to use what what colors are you going to use you, you have to make that calculation very very clear in your mind and i am not saying that you have to compromise at all while you are painting in planner 
when you are painting planar or, or you are painting inside your studio, it has to be clear that you are not going to compromise with the painting. There is no excuse for the uh, for the audience, uh, for the viewers, at the time you are showing them your painting. Oh, okay, this time uh, it was raining. Okay, this time I was outside and I was like, you know, I had to go to the washroom. I had to go to the loo really quick and. So you you have to have that clarity in your mind that this is still a good piece of art. Yes, if you're doing it as a thumbnail or if you're doing it as a study, it's a different matter that like, okay, sometimes you're just doing studies and like small, small pieces, it doesn't have to be perfect. But if you're doing like a planar painting, a full flesh painting, there is no excuse to have um, uh, have like, you know, to hold back just go full frontal full uh, with full blow and do your painting but be minimalistic in your efforts because uh, the uh, the surrounding is hostile you know the water was so quick to climb on me uh, even in the second painting and since the water was climbing the waves were also coming so don't go around like you know <laughs> you know around 11 o'clock to like 1 p.m. This is like around 12, uh, the waves come. I don't know like what are the wave cycles uh, in other places. I'm, I'm not a very sea person. I, I don't live near a sea right now, so I, I don't know the cycle. But if you are aware of the cycle, that when the high waves, high tides are coming, avoid, try and avoid that time if you're trying to paint something still and uh, you have a place to sit, uh, you can do that. So finally, I painted that painting and I finished it and a lot of people saw me doing that because this time I was sitting in the area where people were actually walking. That was a nice day and I was literally cli climbing on the top of a rock so that I don't get wet and eventually I made it and the painting was not destroyed and it, it, it is still and it figured out, it turned out that was my best painting of that day so i did back to back paintings in two and a half hour i finished two paintings which would still look very realistic which is still in a good size a3 size is not a small size so i did literally a big uh, two couple of uh, mid -si medium size paintings in there and i came out uh, very very well and then i went to my lunch very well deserved lunch so I'm going to talk about the last painting I did on the island. And this time it was a cityscape. So I was sitting, um, so this time I went to a park by the uh, by the sea and it, it was very long and I could still see the island and the buildings very, very clearly from this side. And the weather was foggy and there was a nice steamer, uh, a nice cruise ship standing there, not a steamer, but a, um, a cruise ship uh, which was standing right by a very white, very bright and uh, under a building and it was such a, I haven't posted that yet and I was not able to do that completely but a Chinese woman, a very old lady, uh, I was doing it again under a tree in the park and they have their own social media. She took around like 200 pictures of me of like my every single brush stroke and it was uh, it was nice of her, but it, it, it at some point it got quite annoying, and I told her not to do that. 
and but eventually it was like they were very fascinated to see she was not understanding my language she was fascinated to see first of all uh, an indian person <laughs> uh came to their land and uh, and and he was painting he was admiring the beauty so i i don't blame her it was nice of her uh but sometimes it's a little bit too much so so this painting i would say took me the longest and was ab- not able to finish that because uh, you might have i have talked about the flow quite a few times in this when you are intensely involved on something all the challenges that you face on that particular day are like just they they become so easy for you and you you make progress so fast and uh, you learn so fast and you you make progress so fast so that was like my morning session that day uh, from 11 o'clock to 1:30 i was able to finish two paintings both of them looking quite realistic it was plain air landscape done on real life this time i spent around 15 minutes in drawing because these subjects were like there were like 20 buildings that i could see and there was a mountain behind the, those buildings as well and then there was a sea then there was this uh, cruise ship and all this drawing took me around 15 minutes i was able to draw the house very quickly um, at the end but and I, i did the mountain really quick i did the sky really quick and also i did the wet on wet wash for the sea because it was since i'm uh, picking up the bigger portion of the sea it was much easier for me to paint and then i did the cruise ship as well but uh, it the, it was i was running out of light i started this painting around 4:30 so it was like you know i was running around uh, uh um running out of light because the drawing itself took took me so i only got around like 45 minutes of light for doing the actual painting but i did took a picture and i'll probably finish that painting at home uh, but that was all i would say it was my one of my best holidays in a very long time especially my best holiday in china i have been to other cities in china and i did carry my paint with me and i did paint it try to paint sometimes but i was never been able to finish uh, such paintings in such a um, uh, small amount of time so amazing time for me i i would love to go to that island again and especially the people around there and the the beauty of the mountains and the beauty of the sea was um so astonishing that i couldn't help but paint and i, I wish i had stayed there a few more days i could have sta- extended my holiday or my vacation but there were very less ticket to be found it's such a rush in china right now to find traveling tickets after, especially after the covid is like has slowed down a lot restrictions have gone everybody is traveling people are taking two weeks of leave and and traveling but amazing amazing uh, fantastic feeling so how to paint the sea this was my episode let me quickly say a a big thanks to all my listeners and uh, the people who are joining my skillshare class i could s- definitely see some numbers have gone up and i i'm not so sure if it came from podcast but i could see some major uh, uh, student number of increase major number of uh, watch minutes increased on my skillshare and thank you so much for that also my podcast has gone better 
a lot better. It's still not uh, like halfway mark for the monetization, uh, but I'm not uh, worried much because I'm, um, I, I'm, I know that it's, it's going really quickly and it's all thanks to you guys and I appreciate that. You do, uh, you, I talk more technically on all other my episodes. So if you were, um, if you're looking for a particular skill, you might see it from my catalog of my episodes and check out what suits you and listen to that as well. And please support. And if you're tr- willing to learn something, I check out my Skillshare classes and uh, check out my Instagram for the latest work that I do. I almost paint every day or every other day and I post immediately as soon as I paint so you'll probably get to see um, very good paintings almost every day so subscribe to that as well one more thing that I wanted to say is if you want to want me to evaluate your painting or uh, if you have any feedback for me or if you have any question related to watercolor do not hesitate to DM me just send me a message on my Instagram Uh, my links are below and I would love to answer your question I would love to answer your question even on the podcast if you have any question I'm not so sure that how I get to read my comments if there are any on the podcast and do give me a very good rating guys I just wanted to have this podcast spread uh, through the word of mouth I really do not like uh, to go for a marketing campaign I believe in people supporting each other Uh, by just spreading the word. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.